Hello, this is Daryl Kessel with today's Kessel Report. This is Friday, the second day of February in the year of our Lord, 2024. I will be talking about what used to be called the southern border of the United States of America, but is now just a clear passage for people from all over the world to pass illegally, but as safely as possible, given that many of them are cartel members into America without any vetting or any thought about who such people might be and what their intentions are. My argument is that this constitutes a deliberate coup against the Constitution of the United States. There are so many stories in the world today, with the war in the Middle East being a very important one for sure. It morphs into a region-wide conflict that threatens to go global. In fact, I thought about calling this report Preparing for Global War, but I decided to talk about the border and, more specifically, the administration's conflict with Texas because I think that is the most pressing issue that we face today. Every area of American society is being affected by this conflict. There appears to be no end in sight. The homeless camping on the streets of American cities, hotels being taken over to house migrants, and other problems caused by millions of illegal invaders swarming into overtaxed and overstretched cities. The social safety net appears to be breaking as it is being overwhelmed in many places. Law enforcement already understaffed and demoralized by defunded police efforts must confront increased crime from people whose very presence in the country is a crime. People are fed up with it, but they are really fed up with Biden's refusal to deal with it. No one should be alarmed at Biden's refusal to address the problem because the problem is obviously a deliberate attack on the U.S. Constitution and on Western civilization itself. The recent conflict with Texas has exposed the obvious fact that this president intends to swamp the United States with illegal migrants until it collapses under the irreversible weight of it all before Texas. He could just mumble a few incoherent phrases in news conferences, let his director of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, take the heat with Congress. The director is now facing articles of impeachment, but it appears... He is not very worried about it. Why? Well, I suppose he knows the president has his back, and ultimately he is following the president's orders. The president, through his efforts to prevent Texas from making any effort to secure its own border, has revealed that he wants the country invaded by illegal migrants. In other words, he insists that Texas be forced to destroy its own cities, its tax base, and that Texas be required to turn their state over to anyone in the world who wants it to fight Texas in court and to send the Border Patrol to destroy what few barriers Texas has reveals that Biden is an enemy of the Constitution, an enemy of the law and of the American people. This man, Joe Biden, seems to hate America. He's hell-bent on destroying the country, the American people, and their way of life. The open border is a crime against the people, but it is also a national security issue for the nation. The number of illegal Military-aged Chinese migrants continues to rise each month with the Border Patrol reporting that it encountered about 24,000 of them in 2023 and 9,000 so far this year. Those are just the ones the Border Patrol physically encountered. Terrorists continue to be invited here, continue to accept the invitation. Many members of the terror watch list continue to be cataloged at their crossing 
What of the fentanyl crisis plaguing America with large areas of the country suffering terribly from addiction? Yes, the, the poor, the drugs pour across the open border around the clock. The president apparently doesn't care at all. No, wait a minute, that's not true because he does care. He wants this issue to get worse and worse. Otherwise, he would do something. You probably all know that the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is not letting his state and its people be destroyed without a fight. He used the state guard, other Texas law enforcement, to string some wire and prepare at least a few barriers or impediments to illegal entry into Texas. He has been busing some illegals to various sanctuary cities across the country. He reports that about 102,000 have been transported so far. He will not stop sending them, he says, until the president secures the border. He said that if the federal government refuses to obey the law, the Constitution, to protect the states from invasion, that Texas would have to protect and defend its own. President Biden has presided over the reversal of several Trump-area border policies, such as the third country agreements with El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, whereby they would hold refugees pending their applications for asylum in the U.S. The lawless attitude of the Biden administration has created a very dangerous border. Drug cartels fight over who controls the drug trade in America, who controls the human trafficking networks, which are also presided over by the Biden administration. Yes, folks, I almost forgot about human trafficking, which is politically correct way of saying kidnapping, rape, child rape, child and adult human slavery. By turning a blind eye, the administration allows and presides over it. Texas has taken a stand despite the federal government trying to maintain power for itself, power that doesn't even exist within the constitutional framework. I realize that polls don't mean much of anything, but it seems that most Americans are opposed to Biden's open-door policy. That's inspiring, isn't it? Most Americans want their country to continue. The black swan event was the Supreme Court's 5-4 decision to lift an injunction from the circuit court to prevent Biden's government from removing wire installed and paid for by Texas. The court did not rule on the merits, merely the procedural matter. But still, its decision triggered rage and animosity between the federal government and Texas and many Americans in general. Governor Abbott said correctly that the court's decision did not prevent him from installing new wire. He would continue to do so, he said. Twenty-five Republican governors voted to support Greg Abbott in Texas in their struggle against the federal lawless destruction of their state. The decision by the administration to order the Border Patrol to take down the Texas wire created a potential conflict with the Texas State Guard and Texas law enforcement. Texas, therefore, denied federal agents access to a border park where the wire standoff was happening. The rank-and-file Border Patrol agents, of course, said they admired the ex efforts of Texas to defend itself and its people in the face of this, quote, catastrophe that the Biden administration has unleashed on America, end quote. That's all well and good. But lawful orders must be followed. So who determines what is lawful? The Border Patrol said such decisions must be determined by competent legal counsel. So they think lawyers hired by the party should determine whether an order is lawful or not. I thought Congress 
is all empowered to make laws and state legislatures are empowered to make state laws. That's what I thought. <clears throat> Texas is a sovereign state with its own legislature, which makes laws for the people of Texas who elect them to do so. These state laws cannot legally be overridden by an illegal, unconstitutional federal mandate. I titled this Castle Report, Coup Against the Constitution for a Good Reason. No one, especially no one in power, wants to be restrained by the law, but if those in power are not restrained, if the restraints are broken without consequence, then lawless totalitarianism is the result. The founders understood this. They understood these things, and they understood the danger of power, and they took steps to limit and restrain it with a written constitution, but the people must hold those in power to its limits. If a politician has any ethics or morals, those are probably gone from him or her within six months of taking office and meeting all the other power-mad, power-obsessed politicians. Power is inherently dangerous because it is the legalized privilege of using or threatening to use brute force on people who have not harmed anyone. That kind of power corrupts the mind and the morals, and for that reason it is more powerful and harder to resist than an addictive drug. If there has been anything good that has come from the border dispute, it is that talk of Texas defying the federal government has revived discussion of ideas like state nullification of federal laws and even the idea of secession. Even if the media and the mainstream opinion shapers have done their best to paint these ideas as unthinkable, they are both thinkable and both constitutional. The United States is plural, meaning it is not a single entity, but a compact between several sovereign entities called states. Nations like France, Germany, Italy may have a parliament to make laws, but they are single entities, not a loosely bound compact of several entities like the United States is. That's where my earlier comments about power come into play. No power junkie wants to be told that he is limited by what he probably thinks of as an irrelevant document. However, the ideas of state nullification and secession are fundamental to American history and the very idea of how American Union, even if all or virtually all progressive education and media say otherwise, the United States was created by sovereign people of independent states and was never at any time a single centralized entity. Sovereign bodies, which have, which has together into confederacies, are no less sovereign, but they agree to cede certain powers to a central body, such as a mutual defense, etc. Following along that line of reason, then, if sovereign people join a confederacy voluntarily, they can withdraw from it as an identical act of sovereignty. This is obviously true when the central organization violates on a continual basis the very founding agreement that brought them all together. That sovereign states are free to nullify and refuse to obey laws that violate the central agreement, in our case the Constitution, or when there is no hope of reconciliation, to dissolve the union that once bound them. To quote the Declaration of Independence, quote, when, the, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, so on and so forth, end quote, folks. <clears throat> Will secession solve our 
problems? Maybe, but maybe not. Said differently, it could be an unwise course of action that would make things worse. Perhaps now is not the time for it. So I understand those types of questions the people of Texas other states must face. But what am I saying on this report? I'm saying that the states have the right to do so. The best text on this debate that I have available to me is Tom Wood's book, National Divorce, which you can get for free at TomWoods.com. In conclusion... The official policy of the U.S. government is to welcome at taxpayer expense the endless burdens brought by illegal invaders who are permitted or invited to walk unimpeded across the southern border by the millions. No one in America can stop this invasion that the Biden administration is conducting. Instead of stopping the invasion of America and committing Scarce resources to the defense of the border of the U.S. The government commits vast resources to the defense of Israel and Ukraine to make sure their borders are secure. This behavior is unconstitutional and American, destructive of Western civilization and an impeachable offense. Finally, folks, the call to defend the southern border is a call to preserve the values that define this nation. There should be a resounding call across the nation to stand with Texas and resist the destruction of America because, well, folks, when you have a leader like Joe Biden who needs enemies, at least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.